0: Hello, and welcome to the James Sheets Podcast. This podcast features the sermons and preaching messages of James Sheets, who pastored throughout West Virginia for many years. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and leave a five-star review, and share a memory of James with us. Let's listen as Pastor James Sheets begins his message.
1: If I run over just at 12 o'clock a little bit, most of you can't see the clock, so you won't know if I am, and your watches don't work. So I, I probably will run over five minutes or so this morning. Matthew chapter 2, verse 11. And when they were come unto the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. Our Father, as we look at your word this morning, we pray that you would open our hearts to be receptive to your word. We pray in Christ's name. Amen. We're titling the message this morning, A Day of Giving. In a few days, there will be lots of people, myself included, running around saying, what did you get for Christmas? And we'll begin to tell everybody what we got for Christmas with a lot of pleasure and delight. I want to suggest to you this morning there is a different question we ought to be asking. And the question is, what did you give for Christmas? Not what did you get, but what did you give? I want to suggest some things this morning as we look at various givings that have taken place, particularly in the Scripture. This is a day of giving, not a day of getting. And I think we would have to begin with saying, what did God give on this day? What did God give? Back in the book of Luke, we have the story of the giving of the Christ child as well as we have here in the book of Matthew. But I think the Christmas story is summed up in a verse that most of us don't think of reading at Christmas time. And it's John 3:16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. That's the story of Christmas. In a nutshell, God gave his only begotten son. I know I'm quite sure I've told this story, but let me repeat it because it fits the point I want to make. The story of a ship, a wooden hulled ship that had hit a reef and had knocked a large hole below the waterline and the ship was taking on water. They could not find anything to stop the flood of the water. And finally the captain called his crew to the deck of the ship and laid out the problem before them and told them the only thing that he could determine that would stop the hole in the ship was if someone of the crew would sacrifice himself and swim down into the hold of the ship and wedge his body in that hole and stop the flow of water. And with that stopping of the flow of water, they would be able then to to make it into port. And as the crew took in the message that they had received from their captain, one young man stepped forth was the son of the captain and the son said to the captain sir I will go and with that the captain's son went down into the hole of the ship and wedged his body in that hole so that the ship could make it to shore reminds me of Isaiah chapter 6 verse 8 When the Lord is heard to say, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? I believe the Lord Jesus saw the hole in the world when mankind was doomed for eternal damnation and stepped forth and answered those several hundred years ago now and said to the Father, Sir, I will go and he gave his life not in a hole in a ship but on a cross on a hill called Calvary because of the inquiry of the Father so God gave his own son that this world might be saved and I think Paul must have been thinking of that point when in 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 15 he said to the Corinthians, Thanks be unto God for his unspeakable gift. If there is a person in this congregation this morning that has not received the greatest gift that has ever been given, I want you to know that we're going to extend an invitation at the close of this service and offer you the opportunity of receiving the greatest gift ever given. For Romans 6.23 says the the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Secondly, I think we ought to inquire about the gift of the angels. In the second chapter of Luke, We have the story of the angels who came down on the mountain, or on the little hill outside Jerusalem, outside Bethlehem, and there announced to the shepherds that a Savior was to be born, and the scripture says suddenly there was with that angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. What did the angels give? What was their gift? They couldn't give a Savior. It was not theirs to give. They couldn't even give a testimony of the saving grace of Jesus Christ, for Jesus did not die for the angels. Do you know that the angels who attempted to overthrow God in heaven, Satan and his angels, there is no salvation for them, none whatever. There was no Savior for the fallen angels. The Savior is for fallen man. But they could not testify of salvation, for they have nothing to testify of. They could not even say, I bring my silver and my gold, as the wise men did. So what could they do? Peter said on one occasion, as he was faced with a beggar, and the beggar was asking him for some alms that he might have a little money, Peter said to him, Silver and gold have I none, but that which I have give I unto you. Take up your bed and walk. We may not have silver and gold, but that which we have, we should give. The angels gave a song. Charles Wesley wrote a song. I want you to listen to the words of it. It's called, Oh, for a thousand tongues to sing, my great Redeemer's praise, the glories of my God and King, the triumph of His grace. Jesus, the name that charms our fears, that bids our sorrows cease, the music in the sinner's ear, His life and health and peace. He breaks the power of canceled sin. He sets the prisoner free. His blood can make the phallus clean. His blood availed for me. Hear him, ye deaf. His praise, ye dumb. Your loosened tongues employ. Ye blind, behold your Savior come. And leap, ye lame for joy. My gracious Master and my god assist me to proclaim to spread through all the earth abroad the honor of thy name oh for a thousand tongues to sing! if we cannot teach if we cannot preach if we cannot give of of great amounts of gold, there is one thing that God has given to us all that on Christmas Day we can sing the praises of the Lord as we have done this morning. I will sing the wondrous story of the Christ who died for me, how he left his home in glory for the cross of Calvary. Yes, I'll sing the wondrous story of the Christ who died for me, Sing it with the saints in glory gathered by the crystal sea. What can you give today? At least a song that comes from the heart for the Christ who died for us. At least that we can do. How about the shepherds? Outside the city of Bethlehem there they were on the hillside and the angel announced to them that there was to be a savior born there in Bethlehem. After the angels had left, they said, let's go and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste and found the babe lying in a manger. But the scripture says that they left And they made known abroad that which they had seen and heard. They made known abroad. They heard, they believed, and they proclaimed. Last Wednesday night, we had one of the most marvelous, I'll call it the service, I'm not sure that would be the proper word, when many of us went down to the Bonanza and had a meal. It wasn't the meal that impressed me although it was good and I overindulged. It wasn't the number in attendance although it was good and we filled the room completely. It was the things that took place as spontaneously people began to say some things that meant something to them. When one person said that this was really the first Christmas they'd ever experienced because now They were Christian. And on and on the things were said by three or four or five people about what Christmas meant this year that it had never meant before, of the blessings that God had given. And they made it known abroad, you see. They told us some things that they felt in their heart. And as we shared together in singing and in those testimonies, there was no doubt that it was Christmas time and we were there to serve a Savior born on Christmas Day. And we were proclaiming it. Christmas has a new meaning for many of you today. Because you see Christmas through the eyes now of a Christian. And you can share with the rest of us who have had this experience, and we for years have known that there was special meaning to Christmas, and we make known abroad that which we feel in the depths of our heart. Tonight, our young people are going to make that known to us. What can we give for Christmas? A testimony of the faith that we have in Jesus Christ, coming from the depths of our heart and being made known abroad to the entire world. Others should know the joy that we have in Christmas because of what Christ has done for us. Well, let's go to the wise men. What did they give? Well, we know they brought their gold and their frankincense and their myrrh. I think it represents what they were capable of giving that all could not give. Mary could not give even a lamb at the time of her cleansing. She had to bring a turtle dove. Whatever it is, she and they and we should give our best, whatever that might be. My children began to call me a little earlier this month. The calls began to come. Dad, what would you like to have for Christmas? You've had those calls, and you've given, you've made them. My answer to them is very simple. The thing I want from you kids is for you to come home, that at one time we can all be together. That's all. Each year they do that. Of course, they bring their little gifts. I got a new tie. Last, we had our Christmas Friday night. I got This is one of my new ties I have on. I always tell them I want ties and shirts, and they always give me ties and shirts or a few other things. That's not important. The physical things that we give in presents means little. As Senate commented, we don't remember what we got last year. But I tell you what we do remember. We remember when someone gives themselves to us, the best that they have and all that they have, wrapped up in their person, is given in love. That's what Christmas is. Wrapped up in the person of Jesus Christ was the love of God. He gave His best. He gave His all. He gave Himself. And as we give, The giving that we ought to do is the giving of the best that we have, however little or however great it might be, but wrap it up in ourself and make that the gift that we give. What about Mary? The angel appeared to her and announced that she was to Give birth to the Christ child. And her response was, Behold the handmaid of the Lord. Be it unto me according to thy word. What did she give? I think she gave her heart to the Lord. Let me read you another hymn. This is one of the most precious hymns to me of all that have ever been written. I wish I could sing it, but I can't. It says, Give me thy heart, says the Father above, no gift so precious to him as our love. Softly he whispers, wherever thou art, gratefully trust me and give me thy heart. Give me thy heart, says the Savior of men, calling in mercy again and again. Turn now from sin and from evil depart. Have I not died for thee? Give me thy heart. Give me thy heart, says the Spirit divine. All that thou hast to my keeping resign. Grace more abounding is mine to impart. Make full surrender and give me thy heart. Give me thy heart. Give me thy heart. heart. Hear the soft whisper wherever thou art. From this dark world he would draw thee apart speaking so tenderly give me thy heart what can you give this morning at christmas to your family you can give yourself make that the gift you give more than the ties and the shirts and all the other things that will be given give yourself but more importantly What can we give to God? What can we give to Him? After all, it is His gift to us that makes this Christmas season. What can we give in exchange? We exchange gifts. His gift was eternal life. Wrapped up in Jesus Christ, the Savior. Our gift to Him It's got to be our heart. That's all. Just our heart. That's all he asks for. As kids call and say, Dad, what can I give you for Christmas? As we say to the Lord, Lord, what can we give you for Christmas? His answer is, All I want is your heart. That's all. All I want is your heart. Had Mary... Knowing the hymns that we know today, she probably would have sung that day, All to Jesus I surrender, All to Him I freely give. I surrender, I surrender all. Or she might have sung, Have Thine own way, Lord, have Thine own way. Thou art the potter, I am the clay. Hold all my being absolute sway. Mold me and make me, after thy will, while I am waiting, yielded and still. Have you given your heart to God? That's the greatest Christmas gift that any person could give their family, could give themselves, is to give themselves unto God, to give your heart. I can think of no better time than at Christmas to give oneself to the Lord. What will you give Well, you could give a song? I hope that you will and you can. Perhaps you can give a testimony. You may do that. I hope that you will. You may give a gift and that is fine and it is good that we do that but what we really ought to give is ourself, our life. If we are a Christian, we ought to give more of our life to the Lord than we have. If you're not a Christian, you ought to give your heart. Give your heart. What greater gift could you give this season than your heart? And what greater gift could you receive than eternal life through Jesus Christ who was born in Bethlehem. If you're not a Christian, I'm going to invite you to come forward. Just get out of your seat. We sing in a moment. Come down and say by your coming, I'm giving to God my life. And he will give to you eternal life this morning, right now. Will you do it? Let us pray.